episode 77 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, Splatter Chatter, a fortnightly installation where we discuss some of our favourite films. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Good morning. Good morning indeed. Dan, what you been doing? Um, this week, I made a skateboarding ramp, a quarter pipe in of my backyard. Of course you did. I know, I've just got so much wood left over from the studio conversion that I've just been making birdhouses. You have. Cat food dispensers. <laughs> what? Or whatever it is. I, the thing to put my cat bowls in so it doesn't mess up the, f- uh, the, gra- yep. the ground and, and wall. Mm-hmm. Um, like a splash tray. Yeah, oh, I like that. And then I've made a skateboard ramp. Yeah. And it's a quarter pipe, it's like two and a half foot high. Um, that's it. That's all I've really done this week is mm. that and. Just survived. Just been me. Just been you, which is pretty good. I have myself have been very busy at work as always leading into Christmas. It's just hectic. Hectic. Um, Christmas shopping. No, I knocked out my Christmas shopping ages ago. And I have a cutoff. So if I haven't done Christmas shopping for you and uh, up till a certain date, that's it. You're I'll, out. Catch, I'll catch you next time. Yeah, see you around. I buy people shit all the time anyway. It doesn't doesn't. True, you bought me. me a cool gift. I did. I just Which? like to buy cool gifts. Oh. You know, if I see something you like, I'll buy it. Um, anyway, this week, I've decided that we're going to discuss uh, remakes and reboots. I don't know the difference. Okay, so the best way that I can kind of describe it is a remake is taking something and just recreating it. So, for instance, the best way I can describe it is you look at foreign films. So we've had Train to Busan, great film. It's being remade. So they're, they're just remaking it for the for an American audience. It's called Train to New York. Same concept. Oh, really? Yes. This is a thing that is happening. Um, let me in. Let the right one in. A lot of foreign films are remade. The Ring. Shh, don't talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, that is a remake. A reboot is where you sort of take the original concept. So Halloween. And we're just forgetting about everything else. And there was Halloween. And now there's Halloween trilogy that's happening right now. Still doesn't make sense to me. That's right. fine. We will get into it. So, I mean, look, I really wanted to talk about this one because this is such a great topic of conversation because uh, people either just hate, hate on remakes so deeply or they they hold their own place in cinematic you know, history. So would you say the Go- Girls Ghostbusters is a reboot? It's a reboot. <sighs> Yeah, because they're trying to do something new. So basically every Spider-Man film they make, that's a a reboot. Because it's rebooting the universe, starting from one again. Yeah, pretty much. But it's not. But then a remake is starting from one again as well. It is, but completely different. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's so strange. Um, But everyone has such a a hold, like a, a nostalgic hold on a particular film that if someone were to come along and remake it, it kind of people either get really angry, which I don't understand, or it's just something new to introduce to a generation of people. Um, what I find... You're ruining my childhood. Uh, yeah, fuck, I'm not ruining anything. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, ruining childhood. It's just like, but the film... Don't the, watch the film. Or, or, but the one that you watched still exists. It still exists. Your, your childhood hasn't like suddenly warped and skewed like a Back no. to the Future or something like no, that. No, not at all. Like, and then people have to remember that like lots of the time the films they remember from their past being young and watching aren't that good. No. And um, Sometimes it's best to just not re-watch and just leave it in the past. Yeah, and some of the films that we, we don't like, like let's just make an example of like the ladies' Ghostbusters. Yeah. That will become a young, an eight-year-old's 
film that they love. And then when they're older, that will be their nostalgia. And then when they remake Ghostbusters again, that will be like, and if they say, oh, you're ruining my childhood, that's exactly the same. It's not ruining your childhood. Like, yeah. It's just, uh. Calm down. Now, it is 100% financially safer for a studio to greenlight a sequel, a remake, or a reboot of a franchise than greenlighting and putting money into something new and original that has the potential to fail. Whether or not the 15th installment of a Friday the 13th is successful... You're like, going to go see it. It's critically acclaimed. It's going to be financially successful because everyone will go see it. See it to see if they hate it or love it. Then that's generally what happens. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I thought we'd kick off with just a few of our favorites. This is, like, lengthy, though, because we've gone into honorable mentions. We've gone into, like, dishonorable mentions. Lacklusters. Lacklusters. They're the ones that, you know... They're like the the Hellraiser. They promise forever and never deliver. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, with no further ado, Dan, do you want to kick us off? Um, all mine are fucking bangers. I don't even know where to start. So, I'm just going to start from the top of the list and work my way down. Yeah. So, my first one, 1982's John Carpenter, The Thang. Yes. The so Thang. The Thang is probably one of the most quintessential remakes of all time and is definitely in... Uh, and it's always very high on the list of greatest films of all time. I know, and greatest, best horror films of all time. The OG was like 1951, and it was called The Thing from Another World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, yeah, you really just need The Thing. Have like, you ever seen it? Not. Is, oh wait, is that the one where it's a carrot? I think so, yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, it's like a, a vegetable-based like. <laughs> Uh, monster. It's like the thing with a ba- major head or something. I can't remember. I've, I've seen it years and years and years ago just because it was funny to me. Yeah, it was one of those like, is it black and white? It is definitely black yeah, and white, yeah. I don't watch much black and white these days except for Clerks. That's true. But yeah, like the thing is one of those films that just, it took something and it completely turned it on its head and is just successful as all fuck. So is that a reboot? That would be a solid remake. Is it a re- but it's like completely different. It is. I know. This is this is where it becomes kind of the grey area. The greyness. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. Reboot, remake. It's so close in its meaning, and it like it doesn't really matter. No. Um, There's something existed before it. Yeah, yeah. It's homar- It's like it's homaging an old film or copying it. Who gives a fuck? Who does give a Cause fuck? It doesn't matter because if we don't have them, we don't get the movies like John Carpenter's The Thing, exactly. which is like 100% nothing like the original. No, it just kind of shares the same, same very similar premise, like the scientists in the middle of uh, the Antarctic and this. They find an alien in the ice and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, because I think, yeah, and the idea that it, I'm not sure if in the 51 version it assimilates people and copies them. I don't think it does. It did something though like that. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. We're not going to, we're not, we're, no one's here to listen to us talk about films that we haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the thing, oh man, this is one of my favourite films of all times. Um, it's you, always on your lists. Yeah, you can't go wrong. It's like, it's in my opinion, nearly the perfect film. Like, yeah. it's a bunch of manly men <laughs> trapped in a fucking place. Doing and man things. You can't trust the other men. Not that men even trust each other anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, who's the thing? No one knows. It, 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 it fucking, what, it, it, it eats you, like assimilates you into itself and then just re, 
creates you and it knows everything about you and that. So it in itself is a remake. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm. The thing is a thing of a remake. Oh, Inception. And then, you know, if it gets discovered, if suddenly you're like, oh, fuck, you're the, you're the you're assimilation or whatever, a copy, it just, it just fucking explodes out. It's like, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> you whatever. You ruined my fucking game. I didn't was- even want to hang out with you anyway, man. Yeah, and it, you know, turns things inside out. And, you know, it's been, it's travelled on a me- – it's travelled from – how many worlds we don't know it's assimilated many 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 things and stuff it's got like in my opinion like every really good monster movie has to have an autopsy yeah it's got a great it's got two autopsy scenes (laughs) in this one maybe even three um it's just not enough we should bring out a horror movie just called autopsies i would like that and it just follows the autopsians yep Which are aliens that just come down and give us autopsies. Sure. You should watch the autopsy of Jane Doe. It's just a whole film about an autopsy of a witch. Oh, really? She got different organs? No, but a lot of weird supernatural spook shit starts happening. It's a really good film. But her body herself has nothing interesting in it. She's no. just a person. Yeah. She doesn't have like two hearts or a witch I heart. I don't think so. What's a witch heart? It's just like kind of like, you know, I don't know, an, a muffler. <laughs> Sure. No, I don't think so. Uh, well, first on my list is, of course, it's it's got to be Piranha 3D for me. Why? Because this film is fucking awesome. That's I don't one... understand how you hate this film. We did this film as an episode. I love the end of it. I yep. just like, it was just, maybe I was in the wrong state of mind. It was just cringy. Yeah. But you got to get past the cringe. you got to embrace the cringe. It was all CG, wasn't it? It was pretty... Like, we got some practical, but a lot of it was CG. I mean, that car- carnage at the end is, like, seeing where everything goes. Oh, people yeah. get mushed into the fucking boat propellers and all that shit is fucking amazing. But still, it's, like, all CG and I have to watch, like, an hour and a half of people that I hate before I got to that point. That is fair. Okay. Well, I love this film. So this one is directed uh, by Alexander Aja, uh, made in 2010. He actually did the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. So um, the Wes Craven film from 1978, I believe. I want to say 78, 77. So he is uh, no stranger to the world of remakes and reboots. Um, the original one, 1978, directed by Joe Dante. Year. Wicked. Um, I love the original as well. It is a lot of good fun. It's not as, obviously, as gory. Camp. Camp. It's camp in its own way. But it's sort of camp without it being camp. That doesn't make any sense, but I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I just, what I love about this is it's just little fish. Just They were massive. In the in the remake they were, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that what piranhas are? They're little fish? Yeah. In real life. Do piranhas actually eat people? I mean, they can, but I don't think they go around being like, you know what, I'm going to eat a person today. Yeah, but like. If you fell into a river full of piranhas, could you just like get nipped and then get out, or are they fucking brutal? I don't think they're that brutal where you would die. Like I you'd there's... have your dick cut off like real quick. I think you could get out, but they are really fast. Like they can eat shit real quick, so right. you would probably like want to get out. I bet there's YouTube videos of this. We there is one hundred percent going to be YouTube videos of for piranhas this. eating things. Yeah, just seeing if like, see they could how fast actually... it could be. Yeah, because I don't know how much it's been movie sized a piranha, but like. You know, Cujo mm. and all those movies. Bit of exaggeration. That's fine. We Just all... get out the car and run. No. <laughs> Fucking Cujo. I couldn't outrun a dog. I could. I, I couldn't did. outrun a child. <laughs> My second film is The Fly. 
Yes. From 1986. David Cronenberg. Fucking Jeff Goldblum. Yep. You can't really go. The OG was 1958, which I have seen, which is great. It's just this really, 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 really long talking film and then you get like two minutes of payoff at the end. Yeah, that's all you want in a film. I remember I was obsessed with the idea of like, because he, what is it, he, uh, he's got the fly head in the original and then he uh, he crushes it under a fucking, in a, a steel press? I'm not quite sure what it is he crushes his head in. It's like a press. Mm. So there is no evidence left. And I'm like, well, there would be these days. They'd just be like, well, that isn't human. <laughs> DNA. Like, look at that. It's all black and weird. and <laughs> There's hair in it. And fucking insect parts. Anyway, he crushes his head down. And his hand. He puts his hand in there so there's no evidence left. And but, and then the police, the policeman is like, you know, he's eaten his sanger. He's just heard the story of the wit- eyewitness account, uh, uh, witness account. He's sitting in the park and he's just like, help me, help me. <laughs> and he looks down and he just sees like this fly with like a man's like head and shoulder and one arm in a in a, uh, a spider web just as the big spider comes over and <laughs> eats it. And he's like, looks at it and goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, yes, it was true. I but now the, the, the evidence is gone. Got to put stop, stop putting mushrooms in my sandwiches. Yeah, I can't believe my shroom sandwich betrayed me like that. Anyhow, but then we go back to the, uh, the David Cronenberg. Obviously, Cronenberg's the fuck out of this film. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, let's go ham on this shit of fucking body horror. Um, this was in our body horror episode, wasn't it? Yes, the it fly? was. Yeah. And we've also done a full episode on this. And a full episode on The Fly, which oh, is yeah. like one, one of our one of my favourite films. Yep. Actually... One, two, three, four of these films are up there with my favourite film. I'm pretty certain that they are, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, You can't go wrong with the fly. Fucking prosthetics going out the wazoo. uh, uh, Goldblum just being textbook Goldblum in this. He plays an eccentric scientist with terrible social skills, but somehow lands a babe. Yep. Uh, And then he, as he, he... you know, he goes through the teleporter with a fly because he, he, he creates teleportation. Um, and then he starts to merge with a fly and he slowly, where is it in the original, he was just like a fly head and a fly arm and he was fine. Yep. So that means he had a human brain though. But then the fly in the, the web was saying, help me. So that yeah. wasn't a fly brain. No. <laughs> Maybe all flies are just saying, help me. Constantly. Just constantly. I mean, that one just gave him the lungs and the capacity to say it. And then, uh, yeah, obviously the whole film is his, like, transformation, body transformation into becoming this fucking fly beast at the end. And mm. it's fucking horrific. It does. It's fucking gross and I love it. It's such a gross film. He starts vomiting on food to digest it. Oh, Bits and pieces of him are falling off and he keeps them as in, mementos. In his medicine cabinet. He yeah. sees dicks in there. Oh, it's... Becomes brundle fly. Um if you haven't seen The Fly, you fucking have to watch it. If you're a horror fan and you haven't seen like the 1986 yeah, we talk about it Cron- Cronenberg Fly, you you go watch that. And as a reboot or a remake, I would call this one a reboot as well because it's heaps different from the first. Yeah. Or is it? No, it's not really. It's very similar. Well, he doesn't get crushed at the end because he turns into a full fly at the end of Cronenberg's one and then the, the that weird character that starts off as a bad guy and kind yeah. of gets, has a whole fucking character arc and journey of becoming kind of not really the good guy but 
at least the guy who's not a fly. Yeah. <laughs> he does the shotgun blast near his head, but there's still the body left over. How do they explain that? And there's still the teleporting devices there. Yeah. So the world would be changed at that point. You pretty much just burn it all to the ground. Never speak it of again. Yeah, well, they, they probably needed a shot of the, the whole warehouse burning down or some shit because, mm. like, that shit, humans aren't ready for that. No, well, that's Cronenberg, though. That's a, that's another film for down the track. Well, The Fly 2. Well, there's The Fly 2. Oh, yeah, and it was, a, it was like a military installation where they were, like, developing the technology. And had that scene it made me cry with a dog. Oh. The dog, like, is all mutated. No. And it's in a cage. Like, and no, they keep like it that. in this cage. Yeah, it made me cry when I watched it. Yeah. Full no. ball my eyes out. Don't like it. Don't like no, it at like, all. And I'm Legend. Cry to that dog dying as well. No, I don't watch a film where a dog isn't one of the main characters. A dog isn't the main character. No, if a dog you is one of the... You don't watch any films where dogs aren't the main characters? No, it's purely <laughs> so Bud all the time. And all dogs go to heaven. But then they died. So <laughs> I've you didn't never watch... seen that film. Oh. No. I refuse to watch films where dogs... If a dog is prominent on a, the movie poster, I will avoid it. Because I know what's going to happen to this dog and I'm going to cry about it. And then when I get upset thinking about it, I'm a cry about it. I like one of these days is like when people mention there's a dog in the film, they'll often say, don't worry, it doesn't die. Yeah. That's a weird vibe. That's a prerequisite. Like, there's a cool dog in it, but don't worry, it doesn't die. It doesn't get hurt. I'm like, it better not. But don't worry, (laughs) it doesn't die. Yeah. You're fine. Like 15 other people die brutally, but the dog's fine. Milo and Otis, don't worry, the dog doesn't die in the film. We just killed heaps of them in the making of it. Oh my God, that's a film that's... uh, Yep, yucky, watching yucky, that yucky, 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 poo. What's your next one? Anyway, my next one is It, because of course it is. Um, and it's one film to me, that. It is, like, I'll count it as one film just because. So the This one, 2017, Andy Muschietti, uh, uh, however you pronounce it, and the original was 1990, directed by Tommy Lee Wallace and starring the infamous Tim Curry as Pennywise. Now, I like both, both of, of them. them. They're like, both I'm good. really fond of them. They both are very similar in you love the first half with the kids because it's the kids are more relatable. You care about them. Um, as the film progresses and they become adults, you kind of lose a little bit of interest um, yeah. in it. Like, it's like, oh, I don't really care about you. Like, you know, if you live or die, whatever, it's, it's fine. But I loved this remake and I really don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. This remake also became like... Pennywise now, this film is like a gateway horror film for kids. Yeah, yeah. Like the amount of... Sh- I mean, like it's Pennywise- fucking horror. They shouldn't be watching no, it. No. The amount of do. stuff that I've sold to kids, like like Pennywise-based stuff. You know, you get like six-year-olds coming up going, oh, it's Pennywise. Like, oh, cool, Pennywise. Like, yeah, when I did like the film? When I did Book Week, do you remember, and the kids dress up, there yeah. were heaps of Pennywises at all the schools. It's like, what? Like the new Pennywise, yes. not the Tim Curry one. But yeah, I mean, it brought horror back. To the cinema. Yes. I remember, man, that, we weren't all out of the cinemas. When I saw It the first time, there were, you know, like, there were, um, all the ushers were dressed in the raincoats and had the oh, balloons. I wish I'd have seen that. Halfway through, I went to a gold class. Halfway yeah. through, like, you know, the, the, the fucking, they had a Pennywise, like, clown come just walk through the cinema and yep. shit. They went all out. People were just, like, on board because it was like, you got good actors, you got fucking great effects, and it was like, it was such a love novel that people, mm. like, no one, like, 
no one ghost busted this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't fucking hate it. No. Everyone was just like, oh, fuck, it's going to be I wicked. Think everybody was pretty on board. I mean, there's always going to be people that are sitting at home over their keyboards like, it's fucking uh, bullshit. I haven't even seen it, but it's fucking bullshit. Whatever. I don't care about it. Yeah, people people hating on the Ghostbusters film already hasn't come out yet? Yeah. I Maybe don't know. It has that was, it's out in America. Um, but yeah, so like I, what I really like that this did that sort of set it apart from the original because the original just didn't go into the detail of Pennywise as like the lore, whereas the 2017 one, it sort of delves more deeply into that, integrating it into the film because it you kind that- of... The, the 1990s one is like very sort of confusing as to like, well, what is it? Why is it here? This one explains it all in detail, but it also had like two whole films to do it. I like that uh, that vibe of it is they get the expert. You know, mm. I love an expert. Oh, and yeah. But like it didn't really work. Mm. Like they didn't really know. Because I always think, that, how do they know this? But that was like, you remember like you trap it in the fucking the pot or whatever it was. Yep. You put something of yours in there. I can't remember what it was. You find your token, your spirit animal, whatever it was. Yeah. And had the whole scene. That was a little bit. Exhausting when you, yeah. you just went from one to the other. Yeah, I thought they could have spread that out a bit more in the film, as not just it was it was seriously like a section of the film was just each person's finding their fucking power animal or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, their spirit animal, their totem. Their to- yeah, um, yeah, and um, I thought that could have been done a lit, little bit more better. Yeah, as in not just one after the other making it an exhausting rock because you just knew, oh, okay, there's going to be a scene here where they're going to have something happen to them and then they're just going to find the thing at the end. Like, yeah. And happen four times. Well, that's what happens. That's how the film works. But the, the film works for me, like, perfectly. You know, the, the seeing it at the cinema for the very first time and in my mind I'm like, okay, this kid, Georgie, this scene needs to happen. And they fucking delivered, like, the fact the, that... You know, the sewer scene between him and the kid is insanely good. And then it... Which scene? The scene at the beginning where Georgie loses his boat and he fucking bites his arm off. Because that's the thing that you... You know, they wouldn't do it in the 90s version. It was very tame. There's not a lot of kid violence in that. This one, they're like, fuck it. All these kids, they're going to die. They're going to get dead. They're going to get dead. But, yeah. And they, um, I thought they did really well with most of their casting of the adults. Um, well, the casting was insanely good. Uh, was he Hater? Yeah. Uh, Bill Hater? Yeah. Bill Hater, yeah. Um, he was good as that kid. Um, the girl looked like exactly like yes. the girl growing up. It was like, yeah. I was like, dang. They is, kind of called, did they wait for her to grow up? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of called most of the casting. Like, I think um, Finn Wolfhard actually said he wanted Bill Hader to play him. Um, he would have been really good. So they approached Bill Hader. I think Jessica Chastain, I think that's who it is. Uh, she was pretty much the number one choice from the get-go. Yeah, so it was written for her. I mean, it wasn't though, but no, you know what I mean. but yeah. like they, yeah, they just like, knew. Um, and then was it McAvoy? Yeah. Was it? I actually thought McAvoy wasn't. He a, was kind of like. Because his that, hair color was completely different. Yeah. He like, was the one his hair. out of all of them that was a, probably a little out of place, but. Yeah. I like the, uh, when the old uh, ugly duckling, like the, the fat kid turns into the, turns into the, uh, the, 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 the dream boat. Yeah. The dreamiest of dream boats with his thick thighs. Thick thighs. Yeah, he was he was thick. He was a goodie. He was. It was great. And then everyone's of course all their problems come out. They've all got their, you know, you know, the 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 problems that the the it was concentrating on as our kids have, mm. you know, kept with them the it's whole It's never way. really gone away for them. The whole thing, even though they beat it. Um did is it did they forget? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. So the one boy didn't forget because he never left Derry, but everyone else left and they forgot. That's a very uh, Stephen Kingy thing and also like uh, translates down into like his sons riding like Joe Hill like mm. with like lock and key, how they they magic, you forget magic when you get older. So yep. these kids have these magic keys. But as the, you get to a certain age, it just kind of the memories fade and then you just forget it completely. And I like that. Yeah. Because, like, how do you explain magic being in the world? Because it's just only you can remember it when you're, like, under a certain age. And it's just a cool concept. And the adults, when they see the magic, they get, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? And then they just wait and they go, like, pretty soon you won't even know what we're talking about. They're like, what do you mean? This is amazing. And then after a while they kind of just go, like, and then they start talking about something else. And then they're like, what about the magic? And they're like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I'm like, it's cool. Okay. I like, and that, But that's a very... Stephen King followed through to Joe Hill, which I yep. don't know his real name. And then the, the other Stephen, the other King kid, I think, is doing writing as well. Okay. But yeah, Joe Hill does all the comics now. It's fucking yep. wicked. And he's he's now in charge of DC's horror whole imprint oh. called Hill House. Yeah, right. And the new one has just come out this week, uh, last week, called Daphne Byrne. It's mm. the first horror one, which you haven't got, which you probably would want to get. Yeah, probably. We'll get it in and I'll get it. Anyhow, yeah. It's fucking sick. It's in my top horror films of all time. Yep. Um, I fucking love it. It's wicked. The Fly, The Thing, The It. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. It's great. All right. What's your next one? Um, my, oh, yeah, it's me. Oh, yeah, I took over yours then. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, my it's next one is, I'm on all the, the Ring. Mm. The Ring mm-hmm. remake 2002 would have to be up there with one of my favorite horror films that I've watched so many times. I used to... Um, uh, watch, show it to people like who weren't really into horror films at the time when we were younger and we'd watch it and they'd be like, whoa, that's fucking sick. And I would have my mobile phone ready and yeah. then make the phone ring that's right <laughs> next to them. At the... You were that guy. Yeah, like, I had my like, little like, my little like, fucking play, my little uh, my little scene planned out and I'd do it and it, was, it always went down a tree. Yeah, I like um, that. It. Uh, 2002 remake based on the original Japanese 1998, which isn't very much No, earlier. but that's the thing with foreign films. If a film is successful, I mean, I don't want to be rude, but let's face it, and this is just me working in cinemas, working... Right. Ring, grudge, dark People w- don't w- dark want to water. read subtitles. Yeah, it's true. So they... they... Hey, I don't mind subtitles, but sometimes I just, like, if we did... Uh, when we do foreign films, it is harder for us to like take my notes because I have to keep yes. looking up and pausing every time because if I write something, I can't just listen to what they're saying. Yeah, that's why we haven't done too many. Yeah. We'll we'll work around it because I definitely want to do some more foreign films in the new year. But yeah, like the, the majority of cinema goers don't want to watch a film with subtitles. So they remake them. And they're generally, depending on how successful, they come out real quick. Yeah, but... The rule of thumb is they're not usually as good as the original, but I think the American remake is better than the original mm-hmm. like, Japanese one. It, mm. it really gave it... They really went... I know people are going to fucking go, no, you're fucking wrong. Like, well, it's an opinion. Yeah, it's true. Um, if you, We used to, for every Halloween at, the, at, the, at my shop, used to play, remember, the ring yep. videos in the window? Like, So it was just the American ring video followed by the Japanese ring video. They're, they're okay. I think the ring, the American one... It, it put the visuals of it were quite better cut together, more yep. like quicker and, you know, scarier kind of thing and more 
weird or unnerving where the Japanese ones were a bit was a bit longer cuts. It went for longer and it um I mean it had Japanese uh, uh, uh letters in there and that's so we didn't even know what that meant kind of thing. But yeah, I do like some of them though. There's like the maggots and then it turns yep. into people like you know like writhing around in water. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But the American one had like the upside down chair, the fucking the horses, the burning the burning tree. The fucking the 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 nat finger with the nail going through. Oh yeah, through. I, I don't like that bit. Like the, <laughs> the, the 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 playing with depth with the camera with the centipede walking out from underneath the table. Yeah. Like, and I just um really 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 just good and good film like and you go through that whole journey of her like you know studying the film every bit of it has like a meaning and you know if you solve it you you can get out of it. No, you can't. No. It's not it's it's there because it's burnt itself into, you know, existence through what happened. It's not a fucking treasure map to, to not get killed. Yeah. It's just like a this happened, cunts. You're all good. <laughs> and that's what I like about Japanese horror. You can't win. Yeah, no, that's because, I mean, sometimes you do like to get to the end of the film and you're like, Oh yay, everyone's happy, it's all resolved. Sometimes I just want to watch a film where it no, it's not. Well, that that's the thing with all the Japanese horror. Like part of the horror is you can't win. Yeah. And like, and you wouldn't be able to win. There isn't an expert usually. There isn't a fucking like a book or an item that tells you how to trap the evil forever. Usually, if something has manifested itself as evil in the world, you aren't going to be able to even touch it. No. Or do anything like Nori and all that stuff. You can't win. No. You can't, can't win. Like, Don't try. The Grudge and all that. No one wins. No. And that's just the thing with Japanese horror. The horror is that you, you're in it. Like you fucked up. You're there. You just have to wait until you're gonna die. Which is what makes it perfect because it's how, you know, you can do so many so many different things with it because it's like how every person interacts with something differently. Like you interact with like a, a situation completely differently to the next person, and that's what makes for an interesting film because you know full well that this person's not gonna get through it, but they're gonna go about it this way whereas this person's going to go about it this way and the results are going to be very different along the way but the end result is going to be the same thing get killed by television (laughs) always 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 but as as i say i just said this is one of those things that i feel like is just as good as the original Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say better it's just as good yeah which is hard to do man like i think the it was a studio film as well that's the thing it's not just like I mean, they're all studio films, but it's a bigger studio film. Was it an Australian actress, that lady? Yeah, Naomi Watts. Yeah, Naomi Watts. Fucking cracker of an She's awesome. Because then there's a second one, which I have... There is a couple. There's I've like... seen Rings. Yep. Rings is rubbish. Yep. I watched it and I'm like, I was expecting something better than this. Like, you know, it's got a cult of the ring and all this stuff. There is the second one, which I have watched... But you don't need to. Don't even bother. Just stop at the ring. It's, it it yeah. does everything. Everything the original ring does, none of the other films like advance on that kind mm. of thing. I know that they were like trying to do... It's cash grabs. Yeah. I mean, rings, they were trying to do something. Like it had evolved out of VHS into the uh, into YouTube videos. And, and yeah. Vi- yeah. And it's a good idea, but it just the execution was rubbish. And in yeah. the end, though, it was just like, you know, you kind of... You got the idea. But you just haven't, yeah, you haven't executed the story anyway much as you needed to. Like, it just goes nowhere. What's your next one? Um, So my next one, I have chosen The Night of the Living Dead, the 1990 version directed by Tom Savini. Oh. Um, So the original film was 1968, directed by George A. Romero. Um, It's basically just a 
almost a shot for shot remake of this film. Oh really? Um uh, yeah, but it's done Savini style. So we've we've got better zombie effects, we've got better gore, we've got just you know, zombie. We've got a lot of zombie, we've got a lot of blood, we've got people eating people rather than, you know, cuz Romero's version was very slow moving. It was very you know, not a lot was really happening going through. There's not a lot of action. There's not a lot to sort of keep people interested. Like, I couldn't show Night of the Living Dead to so many people. I couldn't show it to Liz. She doesn't have the attention span for something that's slow moving. But <laughs> get her to sit down and watch the 1990 version. She's in because there's shit going on. There is action. There is running around. There is, you know, uh, the blood, the gore, the... There's so many of these films, like, as in not so many, but, like, there are... Uh... So many just slight variations of the name. Yeah. And then so many remakes and reboots of it that I don't know which ones are which. I actually had to look it up then mm-hmm. to see which one you were talking. Because then there's Return of the Living Dead. There's like the comedy ones and stuff yeah. like that. Return well, of the Living Dead 2. Different. Yeah, that's a whole different freaking... Night of the Living And then there's like Army of the Dead and all that crap now. It's still going. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, there's like Night of the Living Dead and then there's like Day of the Dead. And then there's two of them. Yeah. And like, I'm like... Dawn of the Dead. That was another remake. Oh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Wait, yeah. is, Dawn of, is this part of Dawn of the Dead? Night no. of the Living Dead? Well, yeah. So there's, there's Night of the Living Dead, but this is, Dawn of the Dead, of the whole... Day of the Dead. That's part of the trilogy. Um, and then Zack Snyder remade Dawn of the Dead because I think it's just fun to do. And the Return of the Living Dead are just the comedy ones. They're just, yeah. So they're not technically Tom part of that, but they're different. I think you just put Dead at the end of it and it's fine. You put dead at the end of it and it's instantly in this genre. But this is something that I was going to bring up is certain things that are just, you just stick the name on it. Is there Land of the Dead? Yes. Is that something? Yes, there is. There's Land of the Dead. What's that latest one in the casino? Wasn't that Army of the Dead? Oh, that was Army of the Dead. And there's a spinoff now of that already? Apparently. I don't know. It's so silly. But films that just sort of present themselves um, as with the title and it's just another incarnation of this film, but it's not. So the best one that I can describe is recently I watched the latest wrong turn film. Um, it's always the, the idea of that thing. It's just like the whole premise of the film is like, you did a wrong turn. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You didn't like pick up a cursed artifact. You didn't like yeah. piss on someone's grave. You just turned the wrong way. <laughs> Get real. It's true. This film was was quite enjoyable. Like it, it's this is the hillbilly one, or they cannibals or something. Or this is different. Is so, that what the original one was? Though? Yeah. Yeah. But this one, it they sort of turned it, wrong. They did. They turned wrong, and then they. But there were all the warnings. Don't go over here. There's like a whole other civilization living within these woods that, that were just down that turn but they won't touch you or interact with you unless you turn wrong um but this film would have been really good as a standalone film had they have put a little bit more time and effort but you get people in seats because it's a wrong turn film yeah right Um, part of the franchise i'm not an ambi turner (laughs) same with the new paranormal activity movie that was a load of garbage there's so much much cool shit you could do with paranormal activity like yeah like, well, this one you is... You need to hereditize it. Like, just put in every single shot, there is something very small. Uh, you know, you can go back through it, right? Run 
three storylines through it that have nothing to do with the main storyline that are told through just shit in the background. Like, I would love that. Like Animalia. Yeah. Or that fucking, what's that book? Have you heard of that novel? It's called the something Jawbone. No. Um, there's something, um, oh, it's like the Broken Jawbone or something like that. So it's a novel that got written in like the 50s or 40s or something. It's a whodunit mystery and they still haven't solved it. One person has solved it ever and they didn't say what it was. They have solved it and it's still a thing. And there's a girl who's a young girl YouTube video or TikTok. It's gone crazy because she is fucking, you know, red threading this shit together and it's like the hardest riddle we can solve ever and thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking actually get that for the shop. It's, you can't buy it anywhere anymore. But it's like this massive resurgence. It's something the jaw, something jawbone. Oh my I'm going to let – I'm just I'm gonna Just look it up now. I'm quickly. Gonna, the, the jawbone. Book. Jawbone. Book. And it's like – it's crazy. It's like how can – and then like how can they – Mystery. How – is it called? Something, I don't know. It didn't come up? Kane's jawbone? I think that's it. Yeah. Is a murder is is a murder mystery puzzle written by Edward Powis Mathers under the pseudonym something that doesn't matter. It was published in 1934. Even earlier than I said. Who solved Jane's? It was solved in 1935 and but, won 25 pound. Oh yeah, because there was a, a thing to do it, but they never released what the answer was. And it's just like, how can something be like that in this day and age with the internet and still no one solved it since? Yeah, right. And there's one girl who's doing it. like it's And there's like a whole room of fucking photos and pictures and that held together with red string, you know, that kind of like. Yeah. And it's like, well, how can that even exist now? How, what could this book be in it? Because I wanted it for my shop because it's obviously wicked. And I can, you know, just me saying this to you once you want to read it. You know what I mean? Like, and, well, but yeah. You can't get it. It's not available from any distributors I can find. Yeah, right. It is coming back, though, next year. Oh, is it? Yeah, there was like 6,000 on pre-order or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Okay, well, it's probably one of those those books that I would just find randomly at the Port Adelaide markets. Where Port Adelaide Market. all my books. Mm. Anyhow, I fucking, that was a dot. That was a, I like an offshoot. A, yeah, whatever. But how crazy is that, the idea, in this day and age? Yeah. That can't happen. No. But, like, it must be, uh, how can it be that? I mean, Batman... We'll have to solve it. Yeah. With your back computer. Yeah. That's that's how it's done. Anyhow, that was my uh, segue. Segway? Right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Into yours. What? Uh, my last one is Evil Dead mm-hmm. from uh, 2013. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. You were, and you were so adamant you weren't going to watch it because no, DX I... watched it and hated it. No, was I don't think it was? it was that. It was just like, I think I did watch it. But, it, you know, I hold Evil Dead so close to my you heart do. Yep. that I, I did a fucking idiot. I was like, no matter what was going to come on the screen, I wasn't going to like it. And the moment it wasn't exactly like the original Evil Dead, I didn't like it. But coming back with fresh eyes and looking at it and just going, well, it's its own film. Let's have a look to see yeah. what it is. I, I realized the fucking gore is wicked. The terror is wicked. It, it is different. Evil Dead. Like the original Evil Dead doesn't have any suspense. It doesn't have any like, no. like true terror. It just has interesting visual effects and which is what i love yeah but yeah this was a really good horror film it's a fucking brutal watch like i mean it's not brutal watch as in watching cannibal holocaust brutal watch but like just it's just nothing but negative fucking beating on this poor girl who's already going through like drug withdrawals 
Um, they did a, they did the old cheeky, you know, it's not the original, it's called The Evil Dead. This is just called Evil Dead. They dropped yep. the V, which, which is ruined what they're my doing lit. with the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They do it with a lot of things yep. now, eh? Like just drop the V. Yeah. Um, and but it was produced, I didn't know this until I looked up. I didn't realize it was produced by Bruce Campbell yeah. and Sam Raimi. So, like, it's weird that he produced it, kind of got in there and that. So, yeah, I, for some weird reason, I didn't think Sam Raimi had anything to do with it, but he did. Yeah. So, like, yeah, why wouldn't it be good? Exactly. But that's the thing, though. Like, you know, everyone talks about a lot about fan service as well. And it's like, oh, this is just fan service, fan service. But isn't that what you want? Yeah. You want more Evil Dead. If Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell can't make one, someone's willing to make one. They've got a good script. These people are going to be behind it. Fucking make it. That's how we got Freddy vs. Jason. I can't believe how good the Evil Dead TV show was. I was just... The Ash vs. Evil Dead? Yeah. yeah. No, that I was, was like, so much Why is this so Gory. How dare you be this good? Yeah, like that bit where the cadaver falls on his... Uh, he goes up the ass of the cadaver yes. and he's, the dick is just like in front where his mouth should be because he's in the ass of a corpse and he's running around with a whole body on top of him. I was like, there is never going to be a TV show that ever does this again or anything near this. Like, no. oh, man. And then the, like, there's like, the demon, like, the, the, the dead-eyed children and I actually thought they were fucking great. Like... Every part of it, you got two new characters that were interesting. Like, you know, it wasn't just Bruce Campbell being old and that. They they had like Pablo and the other girl. Yeah, that girl. Yeah, and now they're. Oh, what to the Evil Dead game? Well, that's coming. I think it's next year. I'm very excited. Yeah, I love those uh, excited games, but I don't have, don't have any friends to play those multiplayer games. And I tried to make you play those games with me. You didn't. What? Well, now I've got a PlayStation Five. Have you? Yes. When did that happen? Like a week or two ago. Why didn't you say that as something that's happened in your life at the start? I forget that that's a thing that people care about. Fuck. But yeah, we now can... I have a PlayStation 5. We can play together. Yes. I know, it's exciting. Is it you or Liz got it? Or do you get it? Well, Liz bought it, but she claims it was for me. Oh, well, so she's such an Xbox. She is an Xbox person. She's just an Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I married purge. an Xbox. Your girlfriend's such an Xbox. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, even the Evil Dead series has is being rebooted again or remade again, whatever you want to call it, because there's going to be Evil Dead High Rise. Yeah. So it's basically just Demons 2. And then also Evil Dead 2 from 1987, it was a remake of just Evil Dead, the Evil Dead. Yeah. Because it never made sense to me as a kid. Was like, I kept on going, why would he go back to the cabin <laughs> <laughs> and just bring another girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> like I never got that as a kid. And I, I yeah, when I saw the making, they're like, oh, we just kind of just remade it. Yeah. So, well, yeah, the Evil Dead franchise. Is there only one film? Well, that's the question, isn't there? Because there's Army of Darkness, but that's not an Evil Dead film. No, it's its own separate entity. And even now, it's not included in um, any kind of box set because it's own, the rights are owned by someone else. Oh, really? So it definitely isn't part of it. Like, weird. Oh, so people Evil could De- argue this day. So you've got oh. Evil Dead, the original. Then you've got Evil Dead 2, which is a remake of the original. So we've yep. still just got the original. Then we've got the Evil Dead, which is a remake of the original. So we've still just got the original. <laughs> So there has only ever been one film in the Evil Dead yep. whole franchise. The Evil Dead is the Highlander of the Evil Dead franchise. There can be only one. <laughs> you can't get to Evil Dead 2. Yep. It doesn't exist. It's a fucking parallel universe, motherfucker. Wow. I think we just hit have we just have we just hit the pinnacle yeah. of our podcast. We should that's just it. give up from we're now just, on. That's it. Though. We're done. There is only one Evil Dead film. <laughs> There Nothing is, will ever compare. 
ever again. Nothing compares to Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, well, leading into my last film, I was sort of umming and ahhing about what I was going to put on this. Um, and then I saw you did a whole heap of honourable mentions. So I am going to stand by my uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, uh, directed by Marcus Nispel. Uh, this has the this is the Jessica Alba one. So this was the film, literally the film that kicked off the, the reboots, the the remakes and reboots. Yes, we had the Dark Castle remakes and reboots in the very very early two thousands. So the Thirteen Ghosts, Ghost oh, Ship, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But this was the film that really hit the it ground. Brought it into the 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 noughties. Yeah, really much so. The, um, and I just like I really enjoyed seeing this film at the cinema. It had. So I was always a fan of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. It's which very green. It the is. The film stock. It's like a black and green. Every time I think back, it's like black and green, black and green. It's got that kind of like they're in the Matrix look. A little bit. To it. Oh, heaps of those 2000 remake horror films had that weird Matrix look to them. Like, yeah. like black and green. To pull, they pull out all the blue. Yeah. Like, but it's this, weird. this film was was eerie. It was it was dirty like you watching them it's like it's hot they're in the middle Very of dirty. butt fuck nowhere and you just feel hot you feel dirty watching this film they're just sweaty they're just covered in dust yeah they're you sweat know? and then the sweat cakes on the fucking the dust on them and then that becomes black dirt on them yeah and then it's just it's just getting grosser and grosser and this was where as well like they started using special effects a little bit more rather than the practical but that scene at the beginning, like you always talk about that scene as well. Whenever we just yeah, yeah. bring up Texas Chainsaw, is the scene where the girl shoots herself in the like she puts a gun in her the, mouth. The hitchhiker, which is a lady, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lady, and she basically she pulls out a gun, shoots herself in the in the mouth, and then we get and this it, shot coming. Now, first we get a shot of all head. their reactions, yeah. so like <gasps> from the POV POV of the lady that's killed herself, and then the camera pulls back and it goes through the headshot, and then the body goes like. Yeah, it just falls, and that was a practical effect. Yeah, which was really cool. I mean, as they well. didn't do that as a practical effect; they put idiots. Yeah, that was a great effect. So there's so much out of this, like the family. It sort of goes deeper into the lore of the family, and I think that's where why I kind of don't mind a remake or a reboot if they're going to add something extra to make me really get into the franchise. Like mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's great standalone film. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, great standalone film. But this one added more about the family, about why they are, where they are, and it just went deeper for me. And I yeah, really there wasn't like much that. why on the old Texas Chainsaw, was there? Like you I just mean, assumed like, just that you just assumed because they were so isolated and they just gotten in their ways yeah. and they just glitched, they cabin fevered themselves, and generations of generations of being isolated, they just kind of decided. You know, they must. They're, maybe they're all. But, I, I, mean, I think they they're, they're real, all like, like the inbreeding. Yeah, they get real deep into that in the second film. Um, in in the, Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, the they, remake. They talk about well, no, the second one with uh, that we watched recently. What with the fucking guy with the scratchy yeah. head? Yeah, they talk about that a lot. It's like, but this one really goes and sort of pulls it in more, and it's sort of like the whole town knows. The whole town is kind of in on it as well, which is what I really like. You know, it is. It yeah, is it's, fast it's paced. Use, it's, it's useless once you're there. Once you're in it, you're yeah, in it. You're in it. It's, so it's it. got the Japanese vibe. You're not yeah. getting out. She did get out, though. She did, yes. But they, they, she didn't, though, because that's the kind of thing where it's just like the real horror is living through it, it's not dying. Yes, which is where I'm looking forward to the Final Girl Support Group TV series. Uh, you should check that book out. That's really good. It's about all the Final Girls. 
Um, how, how do they like, find each other? Through a support group. Yeah, but like, how did, like, where Through they, therapy and shit. Where so, would they find that? Well, read the book. It's a great book. But anyway, so yes, I'm calling it. I will put Texas Transfer Massacre on because I did really enjoy this. This also came out right around the a good time for me. I was like 18 or something. 18. Yep, 17. We've got some honourable mentions. Uh, the Blob... We did the blob last week. It's it's one of the greatest remakes, but I don't want to get much into it because we've already done a whole episode on it. The Blob, nineteen eighty eight. Yep. OG, nineteen fifty eight. Fucking sick. Mm-hmm. R- mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a true blue. That's in like the you know the the thing vi- uh, category of yep. awesome remakes. Like, you know, it's brought brought it to a whole new generation, which is basically what remakes. That's what they're for. Yeah. And to make money, but like yeah, well, it, that too. And I'm fine. With bringing shit to a whole new generation, people will get angry. You go, "Oh, it's my generation. You've ruined it." <laughs> now, fuck you. Um, but I've got friends who just refuse to watch any film from the '80s because it's too old. <laughs> like you're missing out on so many good films, but it's fine because they're remaking them all, and you'll probably enjoy them. That's true. Whatever. Uh, the 2018 Halloween, fucking yep. great. We could have mentioned that. That could have been up the top there, but I just was like, didn't want to get too into it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, Same with the Candyman. I really like the 2021 Candyman that just came out. Yeah, that was all right. That was really good. For me, that was solid film. But that's in uh, the 2021 uh, remakes, and the, those they're a next, next generation kind yep. of thing, like the uh, the 2020 Invisible Man. Oh, I loved ca- that film. Yeah, but that that's kind of like, that's past like that, the noughties. This is like the yep. 20s or whatever yeah. they call it. I don't know what they call it. Um, the, the 20s, yeah. Yeah. Not the 19th, the 2020s. Like, uh, this is a new generation of remakes and stuff like that. Yep. So they're doing them all again, hmm. which they have been doing, kind of thing. There's a whole bunch of like, there was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacres and the new Texas. Is There's there another. A, there is a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Some pictures actually went up this morning, and I'm very excited by it. Um, it's just called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's meant to be a direct sequel. Not the Texas Chainsaw no, Massacre. No, not the. They Fuck. dropped the the. Drop so the this bits. is meant to be a direct sequel from the original film. So we're forgetting about all of the others, um, and it's kind of like it's old man Leatherface. How good is the horror genre is the only like that has these ridiculous timelines that don't make sense? They're like the Zelda timelines. Yeah, well, the only other thing that could have something. No, sorry, I take that back. Fast and Furious is too much continuity. Yeah, it's too it's too solid. Mm. It's but no, as in like. There are so many, yeah, where they just, they retrofitted like Tokyo Drift into it. It nearly went that way. Mm. But yeah, like, so horror films have that so much where they're just like, I'm just going to remake my version. I'm going to remake my version. And then they become part of the law somehow. Yeah. Like, they just. Well, that's how we got. Halloweens. And, that's how we got um, a hockey mask. Yeah. That's how Jason got a hockey mask. Played hockey. Sure. <laughs> Why did he get the hockey? Oh, he just grabbed it off the boat, didn't he? Yeah. That was it. In like the third one. Yeah. The kid had it. For some reason, he brought a hockey mask to... I need to a boat. To a boat party. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why he kept that. But... I don't know. He was a weird kid. No, I mean, like, why did Jason... Oh, he was a he weird kid. He just really liked it. Um, yeah, the 2002, 20, uh, 2020 Invisible Man film was fucking... What's yeah. her name? Uh, Handmaid's Tale and Peggy yeah. from Mad Men. Um, fucking... That was great. Great horror film. Yeah. I cannot, I've never seen the original Invisible Man... From 19, it's 1933. Really good. It's very aggressive because oh, he's say. just such a bastard. So it's a him and it's him talking a lot and he is just a bastard human. Remember being. Hollow Man with Steve Kevin Bacon? I am going to watch that this weekend. Really? I haven't seen it since it first came out. All I can remember is the nipple tweak. Yeah, okay. And they throw paint on him at the end. Is it paint? 
Okay, I remember I had like groundbreaking CG effects, and I remember at the time it was really good. But I reckon now you're gonna watch yeah. it and you're gonna be like, "Ooh, it's like a cutscene from an old video game." <laughs> All right, I look forward to reporting back on that one. And then, oh, and then I. Uh, the old Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like, yep. that's a, that fucking bought Dracula mm-hmm. to the masses. That was like, oh. is that Keanu Reeves? Yeah, Keanu Reeves is in it. Gary Oldman being Dracula. Gary Oldman. Oldman being Dracula. Um, awesome. Who else was in it? Because I get this confused with... Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. No. <laughs> which came out the year later. No, the uh, interview with the vampire. I get oh, those yeah. two confused. Sure, so sure. My, uh, is Brad Pitt in it? No. Winona Ryder's in it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got all the fucking crackers in it. Yeah. And um, as I said, like so many people love. I should rewatch it. I haven't watched it since the nineties. I wonder if it's still good. Oh yeah, it is. Which is the one that has the girl who's a young vampire. That's the interview. That's the interview with the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> they're also they're, <laughs> they're all the same. I'm chucking on uh, for my honorable mentions list. I don't hate the. I'm saying it. I don't care. I don't hate Rob Zombie's Halloween one. Yeah, but you just like whatever Rob Zombie does. Well, I don't necessarily like it. I just like Rob Zombie. That's what I mean. You're just like, oh, Rob Zombie's like handing out rapes. So I'm gonna get in line. Nah, I'm I'm good <laughs> for that. <laughs> that. That's one I don't I don't care about. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> um, I've got a new th- well, lacklusters. These Ooh. are ones uh, I just want to quickly mention. These are things that uh, remakes support. Nothing new to the franchise. If anything, they did less than the original. Yeah. Um, so my first one is A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. My word. I think there is just... You like, just drop that shit into a meat grinder and then followed it up with your dick into the meat grinder. It is not fun. It's not like, fun. It's not good. You cannot... I'm not going to no, say you cannot remake a film. You can, you can fucking do whatever you want. But the whole thing about Freddy, it's fun. Yeah, fun and... You were. This is about. This is 2010. You have the opportunity to fucking go ham on dreams. Yes. They didn't do fucking anything with no. it. It was just like, oh look, I'm in the boiler room. I'm in a dream. I'm like, no, go crazy with that yeah. fucking dream shit. If they were gonna remake Nightmare on the Street now, it should just fucking be mind bending dream and like really well executed dream stuff. Like, like think what a dream's like. It's like, you know. It's like fleeting quick scenes that are very quick, but not everything is fluid and no one ever goes like, oh, that's weird that now I'm in a in a stagecoach. Yeah. When a second ago, you just go with it. And it should just be that kind of like, we'll try and work on making it feel like a dream. There was something recently we did where I thought really felt like a dream. Well, we could, you could even go like as... Freddy, uh, like Freddy's Dead does it really well. Yeah, but you can go as further with that because, you know, you... You imagine when you have a dream and you have a nightmare and it just becomes like you could just have it starting as this lingering. Like if you didn't want to go down the super huge, funny, campy road, but you could take like that psychological torture because you imagine how you feel like sometimes you wake up from a dream that you don't 100% remember, but you definitely feel bad. Yeah, rubbish. You have that. I've, I've had a bad dream. I don't feel right. Everything feels off. And you just... That be- over a period of time, and then you slowly start to remember, and then it slowly builds, and then all of a sudden, all this shit is happening. You're already psychologically like beaten, and then the horror starts. And then they make him into a pedophile. <sighs> <laughs> I know. And then the next one on my list was like fucking Pet Cemetery 2019. Bought yeah. nothing. Nah. Like, I'm just like, Didn't watched it. it. I was just like, yeah. It's a film. 
Yeah, it was, so, it was it. such a drink of water. And I was just like, Pet Cemetery, the first one, fucking was powerful to me. I remember, yep. like, like, the, like, I mean, I don't know. I've never read the book, Stephen King. Um, and I, I, sure, I assume the book's better. But, like, it had this real fucking sickening feeling to it, the whole film. I mean, it starts with the child murders and all that shit and, like, you know, getting hit by a truck and that, and then just the desperateness of it and, like, I don't know. This one had a lot of like, it was more about the pet cemetery. Like, yeah. so I know it's called pet cemetery. Look, I like folklore. I love that it's called. It's got an S as well for cemetery. And you know, for years I just didn't realize it was like a spelling mistake. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Because yeah, <laughs> never thought about it. Like I like folklore and I like that kind of thing. So because I think they integrated like the Windigo into a lot of, lot of that film. So that's for, that for me is fine. But do something with it. Don't just, just talk big, about it. There was like lots of like climbing wood piles in it that were like yeah. I couldn't quite fathom what the wood pile was. Why you just didn't walk around it and shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand how you could have a pile of wood that is so intimidating that you can't get around it. Because what is it like? Just a fucking gigantic fucking you know wall of China of wood? It wasn't like I don't. Yeah. It just didn't. Yep. Sit with me well, heaps of the decisions. And then the other one was The Poltergeist, 2015. Not that a bad average. film. What? It was average. Yeah, but like, it just. It was watchable, but. It was like they what were just trying to maintain the copyright. Yeah, no. This is 100% also what they do. They, they want to keep the IP. Okay, you got to churn out a bunch of shitty Hellraiser films. Yeah, like that's. You just put Hellraiser in the title and it's a Hellraiser film. Like, We've got the IP for another 10 years. Like Deda? Yes. I always bring up Deda. Lance <laughs> Hendrickson. Which is like, you get to think, like, Lance Henderson in Hellraiser film, it must be wicked. And it's about a video game instead of the puzzle box. Yeah. Called Deader. Yep. And I'm like, Deader's a pretty good name for a game. I'm it surprised is. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought the two, th- I was like, ready. I mean, Poltergeist is up there as my one of my favorite films. You can watch it now. It still holds up. It's mm-hmm. still wicked. It's super interesting. It just didn't have that in it. It was just like, cool, you got, you got, the, you got the clown, mm. you got it in there. You've got it all in there. It just didn't execute yeah. well because like... Well, why would I watch that? Which is exactly when I could just watch the original one. Yeah. And like I, that's, I think that's the difference between what is what holds up and what doesn't. It's a bit of a CG mess as well. Yeah. Like I would sit down and I will happily sit down and watch uh, the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a standalone film. And then I would happily sit down and watch the remake as a standalone film. Yeah. Well, I'd Whereas just, there's no reason. To Poltergeist, th- it's, it's just watching a okay film I could just watch the original Poltergeist do you have any others you can think of that were just fucking just like unnecessary oh, I've lost it all I should have written it down I was gonna say the uh, I was gonna say the Halloween but <laughs> <laughs> you can it's like it's not a fantastic film like it it did something new with the Halloween uh, lore but it also what I like about the, the Hall- Halloween films is you just don't know Whereas they go so much into why this kid is the way he is and why he grows up to be Michael Myers. And that kind of takes it away from me. Like, they didn't need that. Like, if he wanted to do a straight-up remake, he could have just done a straight-up remake without having to go into all that. Yeah. Well, I reckon that's that's about it, right? I think we've gone... I mean, we can't go over it forever. I mean, there are so many other remakes out there of horror films. Do you like them? Do you think they're good? Mm. You know? 
Tell us on our socials. Well, do you it. do, and I love all the interactions. So, yeah, that's going to do it. But before we sign off, I'd just like to shout out to everyone who has interacted with us over the last couple of weeks and helped us grow, as always. Dion Cracknell, we love you. Bryn Phillips, you're okay. Adam Gillespie, <laughs> Kevin Patterson. Adam Gillespie's a top notch. Now you have to give everyone a little. Oh, Adam Gillespie, you're a projectionist. Good on you. Kevin Patterson, you're in America, I believe. Oh, really? You're great. Tazzy Devil. I don't know much about you, but I will. But I like your cartoon representation. Exactly. Mark of the Damned, you're always making comments and I love it. And Ringo Stalin, you're friends with Dan and that's okay with me. You live in the UK. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast, the splatter chatter with Dan and Jennifer. Uh, We're available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, Please make sure to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the star button, hit the thumb up button, hit the comment, and do all that shit. Share it with your friends. Fucking, you know, sticky tape it to a bird and set it free. Um, you can uh, interact with us over on Facebook and Instagram as well at, at Terrorvision uh, Pod. Um, we will keep you up to date with shit, episodes, trivia, all that other crap that we do. We, we do graphics, we do infographics. Do we do infographics? No. No. Not at all. We don't do that. We might. We've got some pretty cool photos coming out this week that we've taken of ourselves, being dickheads. Uh, we have an email as well, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us for, you know, business reasons. Yep. You know, you got a business plan. you got, oh, I've got a fucking business idea for you cunts. Yeah, business, business goes to email. Fun goes to Facebook direct message. It's true. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> And Jen forgot to say her line. I did. And remember, guys, be kind. Please die. Bye.